You are Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back in to Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? I'm doing great because it's never been a better time to be a fan of Alabama sports. That is so true, Jimmy. So poignant and nice. Um, <laughs> so, Jimmy, first and foremost, look, I, I know this is going to be over-the-top, hyperbolic, um, cliche, all those things, uh, prisoner of the moment. But if we were to make a Mount Rushmore of famous or most successful uh, Alabama players in any sport, would Montana Fouts not at least get a plaque next to that Mount Rushmore? (laughs) It's hard not to argue that she is as good at what she does as any Alabama athlete has ever been at what they do. It's kind of hard to argue that. I mean, now I know she has yet to win a softball player of the year, you know, national player of the year thing, or the equivalent of a Heisman. I get all that. And maybe we'll look back on this and this was just a hot streak, but I don't think so. I I think Montana is going to continue to pitch like she has. And when she comes back next season, she will pitch like this all next season and sort of be the biggest star in college softball. And, uh, you know, I, I know it's a, a recency bias thing, but I, I agree with it. I agree with it totally. I mean, she's a huge star on a campus where usually the only real stars are our football players. And if you're talking about, you know, just, just listing, okay, who are the most famous athletes on campus? Who, what athletes walk around that 40,000 student campus and every single person knows exactly who they are on site? Uh, it's, it's hard to say Montana isn't number one, really. I mean, even if we're counting last year's team, okay, then Devontae Smith, Najee Harris, uh, you know, they're, they're in that discussion, but they're all tied with Montana. It's not like every student at Alabama doesn't know who she is on site. They should. I mean, she's worthy. Uh, the The performance that she had against UCLA is, I mean, it's remarkable. And look, while we're recording this on Sunday morning, as I'm driving a truck to Washington, D.C., so excuse the poor audio if we have it. I don't even know if we have poor audio because I won't be able to know it until I, until I semi-edit this. But by the time you listen to this, Alabama will have played Florida State. Um and maybe she was knocked around for 10 homers. I don't know. But to, to, to pitch a perfect game in the College World Series against a team that Alabama was 0-20 against, I mean, it don't get no better. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I'm, you know, it's, it's now been a while. I mean, you know, Friday night, it's Sunday morning as we record. But it, it was – I, it was as much fun to watch that as as any football game. And I, I just say that because everybody that listens to this podcast knows how I am about football. I mean, I do a, a 365-day countdown, you know, until the next football game. So you all know how I am about football. And I, I, I honestly had 
just as much fun rooting for that team, rooting for her and watching us do that. Uh, and, and it's great. I can't wait for the next game, which is a few hours away. And then uh, hopefully playing for a national championship. Let's remember, I'm, a, I'm guessing, I'm, and, and if people listen to this, they might already know that I'm wrong. I, I'm guessing Alabama plays Oklahoma and, and that Oklahoma will beat James Madison twice on Sunday. And let's remember this Oklahoma team has been described by softball experts as, as maybe the best softball team ever of all time. So it's, 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 it's a steep mountain, even for, even for Montana Fouts. Uh, definitely. Um, but boy, that would be a lot of fun if Alabama ended up playing Oklahoma. I think that could be fun. I guess if Alabama played James Madison, it could be fun because they, it sure seems like Alabama and James Madison have the two best players or at least the two hottest players in this whole College World Series right now. That's right. Either matchup would be awesome because Oklahoma has been, much like Alabama football, Oklahoma softball has been number one uh, almost the entirety of the season, and not only number one, but just dominant. They've Godzilla stomped their way through the season uh, with just a couple of hiccups, which happens when you play 50 games and not, you know, like 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 12, like you do in football. Uh and if James Madison wins, it's probably because of another stellar pitching performance from Odyssey Alexander. And uh, gosh, I think the nation would be at rapt attention if it was James Madison versus Alabama and Odyssey versus Montana. All right, buddy, let's take a break. We'll be back in just a second. Got to take a second to tell everybody about Made In. Listen, Made In Cookware. I'm, I'm telling you folks, this is going to be the new thing. If you like to cook, you're going to love Made In Cookware. Uh, Made In produces professional quality cookware and knives for those who love to cook. That's can't get any simpler. Uh, right now, Made In is offering our listeners 15% off your first order with promo code Locked On. This is the best discount available anywhere online for any Made In product. Go to MadeInCookware.com backslash Locked On. Use promo code Locked On for that 15% off your first order. That's madeincookware.com backslash locked on and use promo code locked on. I'm telling you, they sent me a knife. They sent everybody who's a host uh, um, a sample of something and they sent me a knife and my wife and I don't cook a ton, but when we do cook, we never have good knives. And because we don't cook a ton, we don't think about buying new knives. So we got this knife. We tried it. Unbelievable. It, it, it really changed the way the meal tasted. So go to madeincookware.com backslash locked on. Use promo code locked on. I'm telling you folks, you're going to love this thing. If you love to cook, trust me on this one. Go to madeincookware.com. Also want to tell you about Rock Auto. This podcast is brought to you by Rock Auto. This particular one, rockauto.com. All the parts your car will ever need, Rock Auto. You know the jingle. I mean, I, well, I'm over here singing it. You know it. It's in your head already. You can't get it out of your head now. RockAuto.com is the place to go for all the parts your car will ever need. No promo code needed with Rock Auto. They give you the rock bottom prices from the jump. Family-owned business, been open for like 35 years. Great people, customer service second to none. Also, their website, easy to navigate. If you're doing your shopping online, you want a website that's easy to get around, Rock Auto's website is easy to get around. You need a chassis, you need a timing belt. Whatever you need, rockauto.com has it for you at rock bottom prices. Rockauto.com, all the parts your car will ever need. Jimmy, 
softball, kicking ass, baseball, got a win against um, Ryder yesterday as we record this. Uh, they play Louisiana Tech today. Um, you know, again, I, I'm so happy just to be in this tournament. I guess that counts. I know whenever you get somewhere, you want to win it. I understand that. But I think we all knew this Alabama team was facing a pretty severe uphill battle. And NC State sort of proved to me what I've been saying all along that, you know, this Alabama team did some nice things. And yes, I think we're worthy of inclusion if you're going to have a 64 team tournament. But this is kind of a bloated tournament. Now, that being said, my theory is shot to shit when South Alabama eliminates Florida 19 to 1. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but regardless, um, I'm still proud of this team, even though I assume as we record this way before game time that Alabama will go down to Louisiana Tech tonight. That would be what I would predict as well. And, and if only just, I mean, I'm a talent guy and, and, and a results guy and a you are what you are guy. And Louisiana Tech's just a better baseball team than Alabama. That's why they're hosting a regional and we were fortunate just to get in. Uh, I say that, but but I'll also admit that, hey, Alabama plays in the toughest conference in college baseball. Alabama did have wins against some really good baseball teams, teams better than Louisiana Tech. So, yeah, it's possible. It's possible. But uh, Alabama's short on pitching due to injuries, and uh, this is where the pitching innings can really mount up in the loser's bracket of a tournament. So, yeah, I think it was a big step for Alabama just to make the tournament. Hopefully next year's team is healthy and, uh, and a real contender to make noise. And every, everything is a step along the way. And uh, the loss to NC State, you know, I, I wasn't disappointed that they lost to NC State. It would have been a little easier if they'd have lost, you know, five to three and, and it, you know, kind of be tight. <laughs> but they sort of got just their ass kicked. So, but uh, they bounced back uh, behind a great pitching performance from Dylan Doreal Deal Smith, who's 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 a fantastic player, and uh, he'll be off to pro baseball next season, I'm sure. Um, wow, and uh, boy, just a fun weekend, and then all this recruiting stuff, and we have a player in the portal. We do have another player in the portal. Let's do. Let's talk about Kyle Edwards for a second, and then for the last segment, we'll do some recruiting. But uh, Kyle Edwards in the portal. I mean. Color me shocked, I guess. Uh, I'm not at all. If you, as long as you is shocked, the color of shocked is not shocked at all. Whatever that color is, that's color me shocked because we could see this coming um, from a mile away, and it's it's fine. I mean, it was honestly, um, and I don't mean this as a shot at Kyle Edwards. I when we you know you trust Nick Saban's judgment, right? But when we took Kyle Edwards in the signing class that we took him in, I think all of us were like, okay, um, yeah, his his film's pretty good, but is it Alabama good? I, I don't know. There must be some other thing here that Saban saw. Um, mm -hmm. And I, 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 this is not a shot at the kid. I'm just saying, based on the running back history we have uh, over the last 12, 14 years, it didn't seem like Kyle Edwards was going to be that kind of running back. He it was eerily reminiscent, and the um, the name escapes me of the kid that you brought up a few podcasts ago from Mobile that was in one of our first signing classes. Jermaine um, Prier. There you go. 
that um, that Alabama took, and we were like, okay, he's he's not bad. Um, and at the time, we were probably pretty excited because we didn't know what we had in store. But looking back, Jermaine uh, Preyear and and Kyle Edwards, sort of the same dude, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, in the sense that I don't think I, I don't think that they ended up being you know good enough, you know, per the per what Alabama standard has been under Saban in, the, in this national championship era. You know, it leads to an interesting discussion. And, and yeah, we were a little critical when, when, when Kyle Edwards committed. Not critical, but just like questioning, questioning. I think it's probably, probably questioning is best best term. But And then, then it didn't work out. And that's fine. Kyle's going to go somewhere, hopefully get a college degree and play football and go someplace where he can get on the field. He's a good player to say that you're not – good enough to start at Nick Saban's Alabama is not an insult to anyone. I mean, it's, it's only the rarefied air that, uh, that gets to do that, but it's a good, see what happens is these, these teams, they build boards, right? And there's boards. It's, it, it works just like a draft board. And we're all familiar with what that looks like because we all follow the NFL draft and path to the draft on NFL network. And, and so everybody's got this board, and it's literally ranked, you know, here's the quarterbacks, here's the running backs, and the board constantly shifts as evaluations change and information changes. Well, everybody wants to got the top of their board, but the ones at the top of the board are the ones you're not so sure about because generally those are the guys that everyone wants. And, and, and really what happened, it didn't happen exactly like this, but it's the best way to picture it. At the time, at the top of Alabama's board was Jace McClellan. Well, Jace was seriously considering Oklahoma, uh, te- the Texas schools. He's from Texas. He's a long ways away. He's closer to those schools. We weren't getting, you know, we weren't getting the straight gump vibes. And then, you know, so the back third, fourth, fifth on the board, he's busting to commit. He wants to come to Alabama and say, that's Kyle Edwards. <laughs> he wants to come. He repeatedly says, hey, you're my favorite. I want to be there. I want to be there. I want to be there. And at some point, as signing day approaches, you have to make a decision. Do we need a back so bad that we got to take this guy forth? Because, because if we just wait, 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 wait on number one and don't get number one, now, now we don't have enough backs. And that's forever the conversation. That's why they have multiple staff meetings per week, because they got to figure that stuff out. And it's hard. As fans, we just sit back and assume this is so easy, and it's, it's it's not anything remotely easy. And, and, and one of the difficult things is, do we take the guy that's fourth on our board uh, and wait out, you know, number one, two, or three, uh, knowing that you could get shut out if, if you just wait? So that's ultimately what happens in situations like these. All right, Jimmy, let's take another break. When we come back, we'll talk some more recruiting. All right, this is the part in the show where you know I talk about Built Bar. Built Bar, absolutely delicious. B-U-I-L-T-B-A-R.com, BuiltBar.com. Listen, these bars are delicious. They're nutritious. They're good for a keto diet, low in carbs, uh, high in flavor, high in taste. They sent us these new samples, Grasshopper Cookie, and it's like a chocolate-covered mint thing with like a cookie dusting on top of it. I'm telling you, you'll lick your fingers. They're awesome. They're really, really good. 
BuiltBar.com. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCKED15. That's promo code LOCKED15. You'll get 15% off that order at BuiltBar.com. You're going to love these things. they got a multitude of flavors. Go check them out, BuiltBar.com. All right, buddy, what else happened over the weekend that uh, piqued your interest or tickled your loins or whatever? (laughs) Well, we won't get into that, but what we will discuss is the parade of five stars and and high four stars into Coach Saban's office this weekend. Just every 10 minutes on Twitter yesterday, Saturday, uh, was just here's another picture of another All-American. I mean – the number one 2023 player in America, LT Overton. Uh, you see his name on the uh, on the boards out there, folks, is Liberius o- Overton. He goes by LT, and LT is so much easier to say. So, <laughs> so LT Overton, he's the number one prospect in the whole 2023 class. Well, what about the in-state guys? Okay, Kelby Collins, the number one 2023 guy, was in Nick Saban's office. What about even younger guys? How about... Ronnie Royal III, a running back from Gulf Shores, very few of you have heard about, who could end up being the number one 2024 prospect in the state of Alabama. He was in Coach Saban's office yesterday. Uh, some five stars in the 2022 class uh, in and out of Nick Saban's office. Jeremiah Alexander, the number one 2022 player in Alabama in Nick Saban's office. They offered a tight end slash defensive end from Sweden that has an extremely Swedish name. He also had a player who grew up in Germany in his office yesterday. Hiro Kano from who's going to high school in California, but he's from Germany and he was offered. So we offered a dude from Sweden. We offered a dude from Germany. We had a parade of five stars and four stars. And I guess ultimately this is what happens when you're the New York Yankees, and this is 1927. That's that's what's going on here. You know, Forrest Davis would have a heart attack if he had to rank a guy from Sweden. <laughs> I don't know how you say five stars in Swedish. Smorgasbord. <laughs> is that right? That's probably that's probably wrong. That's that's probably not it. Of, that's, it'd be easier to talk about the ones that we know aren't it. That's that's not it. Um, but yeah, it's Nick Saban is casting a wide net. I mean, geez, Louise. Um, well, you make the board. You make the board huge. You make the board huge, and you cast the wide net, and and then you rank the board the best you can, and, and you work the hell out of everybody on the board, make everybody feel like they're number one. I mean, that's how you do it, but. But gosh, what I would call massaging the numbers, it makes it really hard. And that's that's why Nick Saban gets paid the big bucks. And when I say the big bucks, I mean Nick Saban gets paid some big bucks. I'm going to tell you what, this kid in Sweden must be good in football because Sweden is the land of hot chicks and yeah. snow skiing. And it, you would have to get me out of there with a come along. To, uh, to come play football in, in Alabama, 95-degree weather, all the pressure in the world. Now, the sundresses work in Tuscaloosa, too. But in in Sweden, I mean, it's just – it's nothing but topless hot tub parties, right? I mean uh, – uh, that's, that's how I imagine it. 
that's how I imagine Sweden. So let's not ruin that for me. Let's just assume that's how that's working out. But as far as football, here is one thing that many recruiting fans will never understand. You just have to trust me when I say <laughs> that I'm right about this. And that is, let's say that you're making a decision between two pass rushers, okay? And one of them is from Sweden and he's only watched American football on TV. He's never even attended a football game or a football practice. He doesn't know how to put on the pads because he never has. Someone will have to show him how to do that. But he is six foot six with long arms and runs a 4.4840 in a 4.3 shuttle and bench presses 400 pounds. That's the Swedish kid. And we end up taking him over an Alabama kid. And people are upset because they're like, I know he's shorter and smaller and doesn't have long legs and long arms. And he only benches 250 and he only runs a 4.8. But he had 20 sacks against Alabama 6A competition. They're going to take the Swedish kid 100 times out of 100. And I know people go, that's not football. That's just measurables. Yes, correct. Freakish measurables. Freakish measurables. You'll never get the Alabama kid to be taller, heavier, stronger, faster, quicker. You'll never do that. But what you can do is teach someone to play. You can do that. And that's why they take the measurables every time. So the kid from Sweden, the kid from Germany, crazy measurables. But I mean, boy, we're going to have to start in, instead of buying Dodge Chargers, we're going to have to buy some Yugos or some <laughs> Pujos or whatever the hell they drive over. It's going to save us some real money. That's going to save us some real money. We're going to put our steering wheels on the Dodge Chargers on the wrong side or something. I mean, we <laughs> <laughs> when you, I wonder, do you have a, if you have a bag man in Europe, do you pay him in uh, euros or what do you do? <laughs> These days, vaccines. vaccines, vaccines, vaccines. That's not a bad idea. That's actually pretty good. I'll dig that. Um, all right, buddy, that's going to do it for this podcast. We will be back tomorrow. I'll probably still be in the truck. I literally got up this morning at five to start to drive to Washington, DC. And I've literally got to turn around and come back tomorrow. So, yeah, I'll probably be doing wow. this tomorrow. How far you made it? Where are you at? Uh, I'm almost to Chattanooga. I like Chattanooga. About eight which more is a good hours time to mention. There. Yeah. A brand new addition to the QB Country family. We have now just opened this week, QB Country Chattanooga. Nice. With, uh, Co with Coach Reese Phillips, who is a former quarterback at the University of Montana and the University of Kentucky. He will be coaching up the kids all around the Chattanooga area. So we will now have in Tennessee, we got Tennessee covered. We got QB country, Memphis, Nashville, and now Chattanooga. Well, way to go QB country. Sounds like you're getting big enough to where you can sponsor our own podcast. I like you. <laughs> big enough. Yes. Probably too cheap. <laughs> all right, buddy. That'll do it. Roll tide. Roll tide.